Welcome to Open for Life, the podcast. I'm Erin, a life and career coach, and I've been coaching for over 10 years. And this podcast has come about through my passion for my work and my um, deep desire to support people to live their best lives and bring more joy to the world and also to bring joy to my life and my joy of speaking and talking is uh, really um a way to to bring the two together is this podcast. So it's funny. Um, today I've been grappling with what I want to talk about, and I've looked at a few different topics. And what seems to be coming up is what one would call maybe not writer's block, maybe speaker's block. Um, but the actual word that's coming up is avoidance. <laughs> so I think a couple of times on Instagram, I've talked about procrastinating. Uh, I often procrastinate. I'm a procrastinator. And it usually happens when I'm going to do some, I need to do something or something that is, you know, usually true to my heart and it needs to happen is going to make me more successful and I or you know it's going to add to my my pathway and keep me in alignment and head in the directions of the things that I want to manifest that I find successful and so avoiding um, my future self often or avoiding the good is is something that a lot of people do because of fear uh, foreboding joy is a thing and procrastination, although it looks like you're, you know, avoiding the task at hand, you're actually avoiding the good feeling at the end and you're avoiding the, the possible success that you could have. And when we do that, <laughs> It usually stems from some kind of fear. And that fear can vary, by the way. It could be fear of rejection, fear of failure, uh, fear of success. Uh, It could be fear of having joy and having it taken away. So some people fear disappointment. And... For me, in particular, I think uh, it's not disappointment that I'm afraid of. It's not failure because I have looked at that and in the past overcome it. But my procrastination in particular is sometimes the fear of um, not feeling supported. I think, or the fear of not having a connection to either what it is I'm doing or the people around me. And when we fear not having a connection, we fear a lot of things in life because what we believe is if we take that step or we take that action, we're disconnecting from the thing that you know, we're holding on to, which is how we currently feel or um, what we're trying to create or uh, what we're trying to manifest. And, 
it doesn't actually come out the way we want it to. So me, as I am, usually use myself as an example on these podcasts sometimes. I um, was deciding what I wanted to talk about and in that it actually became about the procrastination and the avoidance of propelling myself forward and taking action, which would be creating this podcast and putting myself out in the world. And, you know, it is podcast four, so we're still going. We've had, we want to say thank you, by the way, to all the people who've downloaded the podcast so far. Uh, we're nearly at 150 downloads. Woo, woo, woo. It'd be very exciting. Uh, being, being afraid of failure is easy, <laughs> I'm going to say. Being afraid of success is a lot harder. And it's funny because it's actually not, I don't know if it's a fa- fear of success. They go hand in hand, fear of failure and fear of success. Um, but fear of success is actually fear of feeling amazing, feeling great. And the only thing that I can think of that would stop you from feeling that is the ability to lose that feeling or for someone to shame you or take you away. Having the courage to take a leap is, you know, fears are going to come up. Being open hearted, which is courage, courage um, is living with an open heart and taking leaps when you require and being vulnerable. If I sat here and said, you know, put my hand on my heart and you can all do this with me, put your hand on your heart and said, what is my heart really wanting? And what is it that my heart wants me to do? And that is to, you know, speak to you, put this podcast out in the world Um, send it out with love and joy and hope that this conversation would impact one person. I'd love it to impact a million. I'd love it to impact 10 million. But the reality for me would be, well, I don't know how many people it's going to impact. I don't know what difference it makes. All I know is that what I bring and what I offer is to make a difference. This month, we uh, Open for Life, my business, uh, is seven years old and I've been in business seven years. I left corporate and I had experienced bullying throughout my career. I think I was talking to my best friend the other day and we worked out maybe five or six times. Uh, I have been a bully once or twice in my life. Uh, I have also experienced life in the last seven years where I removed myself from being in a position where someone else could dictate my life. And, you know, one of the biggest steps I took was leaving my, leaving my work and, and opening my coaching business. And, you know, through the years, building it up and the ups and downs obviously have their toll but one thing that I have loved the most is being uh, being able to own my life and being able to say this is making a di- I get to make a difference in other people's lives, but I get to own my own life. I get to own my own choices. I get to 
um, make decisions when I work, when I don't work. I get to spend quality time with my daughter. I'm in a position to write and dictate the life that I want. And I want that for everybody. I want that for you. I want that for my clients. That's my wish for them. My my goal in coaching is to hold the vision of your you in your spectacularness, you in your success, out so that you can get there. Because when someone else holds your success with you and sees that success, it just multiplies and grows. And so, you know, this week we've been talking about support and sense of community and making and creating environments where you feel like you are supported. And that's, that's my, that's my, my vision for my work and my business, you know, seven years in and I'm ready to crank it up a notch and do things a bit differently. And I hold that vision. And what I think for everybody is that they can hold that vision. You, uh, you have the ability just like everybody else to create a life that you want. You can, I can tell you a million times over that you will see there's many voices in your head that will tell you that you can't. And a lot of the time my clients end up thinking that they can't or that there's so many limitations to what they want. But what I know is I'm very clear on what your issues are when I coach and I know how to fix them. And so when you have that ability, you can hold space for people. And this conversation, although it's just a conversation and it's one way at this point, me sending out information to you, I hope that this impacts you and your experience and that you start to begin to feel part of my community when you when you listen because there's nothing better and more inspiring for anyone than to have a community that backs them have you know inspiration to live a better life to know that they have the ability to get there I'm not saying there's not obstacles and I'm not saying you don't have to work hard and I'm not saying that there's you know and even then I'd throw those beliefs in the air and say it's, it's your story, so you create what you want. Everybody has the ability to do that. What I know is that people who want to live their purpose and don't because they're afraid of failure, they're afraid of, afraid of rejection, they're afraid of success, they are not sure of you know, who they are, They don't believe they're enough. The reason people avoid it isn't because of what the worst outcome could be. It's most likely because they will experience shame. And shame is really crappy emotion. It's not the best one. Most people in the world avoid it or they try to. And then that comes crashing down because they've either got shame upon shame or somebody is shaming them. But shame is one of the most powerful emotions that you have. And when you avoid it, 
you avoid all emotion, by the way. When you avoid one, you avoid all. So if you're avoiding shame, you're avoiding joy. And you can't expect to reach the place where you have joy if you're avoiding feeling shame. And shame is where we create our inner boundaries from. It's where we create our sense of self from. It's where we 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 develop um, our value systems and what we want to see in the world. People shame themselves. They shame others. They bully they um they don't bully you know sometimes it's just i'm not enough i'm not good enough and i'm going to shame myself to the end but what i know is when you work on the feelings of worth and your feelings of of shame and your feelings of not enough you will start to change your life shame is a taboo taboo topic as I know, uh, if any of you have listened to Brene Brown, she always talks about shame being taboo because it's shame. No one wants to talk about it. No one wants to feel it. But it is a game changer. When you understand what shame can do for you, it is a game changer. Authentic shame is your inner right and wrong for you. Authentic shame tells you that's right for me. That's not right for me. Inner shame tells you don't eat all the cookies in the cookie jar. And inner shame can be embarrassment, shyness. It can come out in many ways because it's how we set boundaries. It's how we learn to say, I'm not really okay with this yet. And it's completely okay to not be okay with it. You know, it's okay to take your time to make decisions. It's okay to, you know, really sit in what it is that you want to create. And then create it. It's okay to sit in um, the feeling of any feeling, to be honest, if you want to sit in it. But shame keeps you from wallowing in it. Your inner authentic shame. Um, a lot of the time, though, shame is on top of shame. So you have been shamed by somebody that sits on top of your authentic shame, which was what makes it murky. You can't go anywhere with that. You become stagnant. You become stuck. You forget about fear. Your fear is long gone. Your fear, not even listening to your fear by this point. Because the fear, and then this is how anxiety develops, because you're not listening to your inner boundary. You're not listening to your inner right and wrong. You're not listening to your intuition. Shame creates boundaries so that you, and shame, I'm not talking about shaming somebody. That is someone's ineffective way to create a boundary. Shaming somebody to be different than they are is someone else's way of trying to get what they want. But if that person was actually listening to their own authentic shame, they wouldn't need to do that. They would be like, it's okay for you to be you and me to be me. It's okay to be human. It's okay to love who you want to love. It's okay to work where you want to work and do what you want to do in the world. Instead, fear is instilled. Shame is then used as a tool to make people feel worse and shit about themselves and we end up in the shitstorms that we have 
going on in workplaces and families and 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 um, relationships. So I'm going to leave you with this. Start today, if you choose, to question what it is that you value, what is actually right and wrong for you, and to start making choices from those places. Because at least at that point, you will start to delve into what's shameful and what's not. Now, I know the start of this conversation started about avoiding, but most of the time, and that's that's correct, is avoiding shame, avoiding a boundary. I'm avoiding. So at the beginning, I was like, I'm avoiding doing the podcast because I'm avoiding the shame or possible shame. Reality is because you can be shamed for being successful. You can be shamed for not being successful. I'm avoiding the podcast because I don't want to feel how I feel. Now, why am I avoiding that? That's the question. I'm avoiding it because to put your heart out and be open hearted and every time do something new and create something and be vulnerable is hard. I'm not giving you like, this is the easiest thing. This is courage. Yeah. Get your regular dose of courage with me subscribe. The reason you get your regular dose of courage is because every human has moments in life where they're going to need someone to support them to say, you got this no matter what happens. That's, that's my coaching. That's what I do. And I'm along for the ride and I'm completely, you know, the same as everybody else. We all have moments in time where we're like, oh, I have to do that and I'm not doing it. Or I really want to take that leap and I'm not taking it. And But it's how do we come together as communities to encourage each other to take these leaps so that everybody is successful. So that what we create, we can give back so we can support, you know, the people who can't support themselves. So I leave this with you. Hand on your heart, hand on your belly. Take a deep breath in and say with me, if you feel and you choose, I commit to living a courageous and vulnerable life and put myself out there so that I can live my dreams because that's what this is going to take. Look forward to speaking to you in the next episode. If you enjoyed this episode of Open for Life podcast, don't forget to subscribe and we'll see you at the next one.